in. I uh, hope everyone's doing good. Uh, today we are doing our National Bellwood training and we are talking about how to find on-market opportunities. So there's a lot of different things that we look for when we are looking for houses online. And so a lot of people ask, you know, where do we, where do we find our properties? How do we get them? Where do they come from? And believe it or not, probably 90 to 95% of the houses that we get are from online. And so the biggest thing that we tell people is we don't uh, just take a deal that's online. Now, sometimes it is priced very aggressively and we either have to go at asking or over asking or whatever it may be, but we don't just find deals, we create them, right? So the biggest thing that we bring back to, um, you know, real estate is sales. Sales is like a foreign thing in real estate. People are getting so used to just sticking a sign in the front yard and the house sells, right? We're in a seller's market. You don't have to really do too much to sell a house these days. So, you know, but if you're overpriced or if you're sitting on the market, probably because you're overpriced, then you've got to get a little sales, you know, action going in there. You've got to know your audience. You've got to know how to sell your product. Who are you pitching this product to? You're selling a house. What about that house makes this house so much more different than any other house that's out there, right? So we make deals. We don't find them. We make them. We create them. So if a house is listed for $300,000 online and resell is 300 well then we're not going to be buying it at 300 we've got to buy it at maybe 200 or 220 whatever the numbers look like to make the most sense right so some of the biggest indicators that we look for um online big things like days on market right if you're sitting on market i'm going to say more than 10 to 12 days right now you're overpriced and this is a national thing you guys so we were just we're on the west coast here in california and we were just on the east coast checking out a bunch of our properties um that we have under construction and everywhere we went every agent we talked to every broker every contractor every homeowner that we were um you know in communication with their biggest thing was we're getting multiple offers over asking and um you know it's things are just flying off so this isn't just a west coast thing an east coast thing um you know this is a national thing that's going on right now so if you're sitting on the market you are overpriced. I hate to tell you homeowners, anyone that's listening in right now, if your house is not selling, you are overpriced. So let's talk about price. If we're getting people coming in and seeing the house, we're close. You know, we're getting the attention, we're getting the traction, we're getting people coming in and there's a little of an appeal, right? But if we're not getting offers on the house, we're typically off by about two, two to five, two to six percent of our where our price needs to be. If we're not getting any showings at all, no calls, no showings, no nothing, we're typically off about eight to ten percent. So keep that in mind when you guys are pricing out your house. Um, or when your realtor is helping you price out your house, the worst thing a realtor can do is come in and say, yep, I can sell it for you at that. I just want to get the listing and I want to get the credit for having the listing and, you know, look at me, I got another listing. Well, that doesn't mean shit if you don't sell it, right? So weed through your realtors, homeowners, if you guys are listening in right now, weed through your realtors. 
Who is coming in and showing you an action plan? Who is showing you an exit strategy? Here at Bellwood, we have exit strategies for our properties. If your agent cannot sell your house for the dollar amount that you want or in the time frame that you need, what is their exit strategy? What is their plan of attack to making sure that your house is going to get sold? right? So biggest indicator that we look for when we are targeting homeowners um, to buy their properties with Bellwood is days on market. So what I would suggest for any realtors that is listening in right now on um, how to target these, go into your MLS, even on Zillow, you can look at properties based on their days on market. I would pull anything that is 20 to 25 days or longer on the market work your way backwards for who has sat the longest and start hitting them with these conversations. Come to them from a place of value. Hey, I see your house on 123 Main Street is sitting right now. I'm here to help you. I have a cash buyer that can come in and buy your property sight unseen. We're not gonna ask for repairs. We're not gonna negotiate anything. Here's our price. We can close in 10 days. We're gonna pay all cash. Um, We're gonna pay all title and escrow fees. And if you have a bunch of shit in the house, guess what? We'll take care of it. That is like the beauty about Bellwood is it can be the ugliest house that you could ever imagine and we will buy it. Nothing scares us. When I say nothing scares us, we've had a property here in California. We had 18, okay? 18 40-yard dumpsters. So imagine a football field. Half a football field is 50 yards. Come 10 yards back, 40 yards, 18 of those that we removed from this property. So there's not much that scares us or intimidates us. So look out days on market. Second thing, overpriced properties. Just because it's brand new to the market doesn't mean it's priced well. Make sure you guys are running comps, especially if you're a neighborhood specialist. If you know, like here in California, we have a a little area called North Highlands. I know in North Highlands, if there's a three bedroom, one bath listed under like 210, 215, I know that's a deal, right? If it's 199 or lower, I know that's a really good deal and I've got to jump on that if it's a fixer, right? Now, if I've got a 3-1 that's a fixer and they're listed for 349 or 375, whatever it is, I know they're overpriced. I know they're not gonna get that amount. So I'm gonna spearhead this property head on, go in aggressively with my offer that I need it at and educate the listing agent, you guys. Just because a listing agent is selling a house doesn't mean they know what they're doing. That's the craziest thing about real estate is all these people have their license, all these people brag and talk numbers and this and that and da 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 da. But at the end of the day, are you selling the houses that you're listing? Are you selling them or are they sitting? Are you over-promising and under-delivering or are you delivering? So educate these listing agents on your overpriced. You and I both know this is not going to sell for what you have it listed for. Let's be realistic. Let's get you paid. Let's get me paid. Let's get the buyer a house. Let's get the seller their money. Let's put this deal together and be realistic here, right? Most agents that overprice their listings have overpromised and now they have to underdeliver. So now they got to go to their seller and talk about why they can't get an offer at the price that they listed the home for. So uh, those are our two biggest indicators, days on market and overpriced listings. Um, another thing that you guys should be looking for is price reductions. 
if people are doing consistent price reductions or they're doing very large price reductions at a time, that is an indicator that they financially need to get out of this home. They are motivated to sell, right? We wanna target those who are motivated. Um, other on-market things, um, obviously fixer-like homes, um, anything that is dated, anything that is not financeable. So what is a financeable home? Financeable homes are homes that maybe they're a little ugly, 80s, you know, pink, uh, pink bathtub, green tile, but it's immaculate, right? Um, it's livable. An appraiser will go into that house and say, yep, there are no conditions that need to be met for my appraisal. This house can be financed. An FHA buyer can go in, a VA buyer can go in, conventional buyers can go in and get their loans approved for these homes. We call these pride and ownership properties. They're not homes necessarily that you wanna put maybe a lot of energy and time into getting, but they're still worth a shot. Reason being is again, we're in a seller's market, supply and demand is so out of whack right now that these homeowners or potential homeowners, buyers, are willing to go in and buy a dated home and fix it up themselves. They're willing to pay a fair market price, maybe a little over a fair market price just to get into a property, right? Right now, people are asking, what is going on in the market? What is your pulse? What's happening? When are we gonna have a crash? Lord knows if we had a crystal ball, we would have the answers to all of these questions. Um, what we are seeing happen right now though, is prices are cooling. They're not tapering down, they are cooling. We are not seeing 20, 30, 40 offers on a property and going 50, 60, $100,000 over asking. Now, are we still getting maybe 10 to $25,000 over asking? Absolutely. If you're listing for $399 and you're hoping for $425, you're more than likely going to get that. We are still seeing, you know, four to eight offers on a property. So we're cooling. We're not as aggressive as, you know, even just three, three, four months ago at the beginning of the year. As uh, Bo likes to say, the COVID craze is now at an end. So, um, you know, everyone was panicking during COVID, wanting to unload their properties, panic selling, panic buying. Panic buying, you guys, is what created this issue. It had nothing to do with homeowners not being able to sell, right? Now, of course, that factored into it. Homeowners needing to sell, but then also needing to buy. What created this issue was panic buying. People were freaking out about not knowing what was going to happen with COVID. Everyone's working from home, so they don't necessarily need to worry about where their office is in relation to their, their home, the distance, the commute, the drive time. They're more concerned about what does my home life look like now that I can work from home? I can be home more. Maybe I want a bigger backyard. Maybe I want a bigger living room. Maybe I need a bigger house because I need a home office now. So the panic buying is what created a lot of these issues, you guys. And that panic buying is starting to diminish. It is not as crazy as it was three, four months ago. So what does this look for for Q4? And what does this look for the slower months of our year? This means that we're going to start to see a little of a balance. You need to start pricing your properties right. Say it louder for the people in the back. Price your properties right, you guys. Stop being so aggressive with your, your list price. If you want to get $425, list for $399, list for $415, list for $425. 
if you need to get $450, don't be listening for $399. You're not going to see it and you're going to overpromise and underdeliver to your sellers. Everyone knows in the winter months, October to January, sometimes February, things are slower. People don't want to sell. They don't want to move. So who are we targeting? We're targeting the people that have to move. There is no if, and, or but. They've got to get the heck out of Dodge. They've got to leave the city. They've got to leave the state. Um, maybe they're underwater. They need to get out of it before the pandemic is done and they've got to, you know, they're going to lose their house. There are so many landlords right now that are going to lose their rental properties. Why? Because their tenants have not had to pay rent for over a year and a half if they can prove COVID is the reason they don't have to pay their rent. That moratorium was supposed to be lifted at the end of July. It is now extended to the end of September. Knowing the rate of how things are going right now, it will probably push to the first of the year. What is happening right now are the banks are not able to report anyone that is not paying their mortgage payment, paying their property taxes, liens, anything like that, that is um, fixated to the house. They're not able to report those um, negative dings, right? Because COVID and because our um, current White House is not, you know, allowing for um, these sellers to have to foreclose and lose their properties. Now, that's not to say once the moratorium is lifted that that's, that's going to be a little different, right? We're going to see massive lists of uh, delinquent property taxes, delinquent mortgage payments where people are four, five, six, 12 months, 24 months behind. Keep in mind, you guys, there was people who were not paying their mortgage payments before COVID happened. There were renters that needed to be evicted before COVID happened. COVID happened and all of that got put on pause. So right now we are potentially two to two and a half years backlogged in all of these houses that are facing short sales and foreclosures. What did 08 look like? If you were not a short sale or a foreclosure specialist, you got out of the industry. You didn't know what to do. You didn't know how to negotiate. You didn't know how to work with these banks, with these owners. You didn't know paperwork. You didn't know processes. You didn't know how to leverage your business in the right way that you needed to, to accommodate the inventory and the influx in inventory that you were receiving. So word of, uh, word of advice to realtors um, that are listening right now, get familiar with short sales and foreclosures. It may not happen by the end of the year. It may not even happen by the end of next year, you guys. But the biggest thing that you can prep yourself on is the knowledge and experience on how to handle these things. Because when it happens, right, it's not if it happens, it's when it happens. So when this happens, when the moratorium is lifted, when the short sales and the foreclosures flood this market, are you going to be the agent that knows how to handle it? Are you going to have the team of specialists that know the paperwork, that know the dialogue, that know how to support your sellers and your relationships on people who need to sell these properties, do you know how to support them? And then another thing for you guys to remember is short sales are a lot better on your record than a foreclosure. So how can we access these people in their short close in their um, short sale phase before getting to the foreclosure phase. We need to talk to these people before they get to foreclosure because Bellwood, your cash buyer, can come in and buy these properties and still get them out of these sticky situations and it'd be a lot less hurtful on their credit, right? So 
we may even be able to get to these people prior to a short sale or prior to a foreclosure and get them out even if it's a break-even scenario that's better than having to do a short or a foreclosure so if you guys are interested in wanting to learn more about short uh, short sales foreclosures um, how to talk to people about this kind of stuff how to get the information how to just educate listing agents right you guys have bellwood as a cash buyer it's an unlimited buyer this is not Sue and Joe that need to buy 123 Main Street in Carmichael, California, and they're going to live there for the next 15 to 25 years, and then maybe you're in contact with them in 25 years or in the business, hopefully, and sell their house again, right? Bellwood is an unlimited buyer for you guys. We have an approval with our hedge fund, an approved line of credit, y'all, for $40 million per property. We can buy a house up to $40 million anywhere in the United States. It just has to make sense. And what you guys get after um, the purchase is you get the relist on this home. So you automatically are banking two checks for the effort of one property and you have the first right of refusal to invest on this house so now you can make half the profits your commission on the front your commission on the back and even better guys let's talk real quick briefly about 4xing I want to say 10x because Grant Cardone, but for uh, xing your commission opportunities, right? So if you guys are doing any kind of off-market campaigns, which we have off-market seminars um, that we are doing uh, periodically through every month, stay tuned to learn more dates about that. But some um, Wednesdays that we have coming up, we're going to be talking about finding off-market homes, where to look for, how to target them, how to market to them, how to follow up, everything from A to Z. If you get an off-market opportunity, you are obviously representing the seller and now you get to represent Bellwood. So you have two checks on the front. Now you get the first opportunity to invest on the project. That investment earns you 50% of the net profits. Now you got two checks in the bank plus half the profits. Now you get the relist. So you're looking at three checks in the bank plus half the profits. Now go find the buyer for the house. We're in a seller's market. How many times do you guys get calls on your listings? Hey, I wanna work with you. The market's crazy. I'll work with you. You know better chance of getting my offer accepted, right? We get buyer calls all the time on our listings. So front, front end, you have the listing and you have Bellwood, two checks, half the profits, potentially, if you wanna take the opportunity to invest. You've got the relist, so that's commission number three. Find the buyer, that's commission number four with potentially half the profits. You guys, system, system, systems utilize these opportunities in your slower months if your pipeline is not that thick right now use bellwood use bellwood this is anywhere nationally just to list off a few states that we're in right now where you as a realtor if you're in this state you can utilize bellwood you can utilize this system as a cash buyer we are in uh obviously california we currently have properties pumping through Michigan, Ohio, Maine, North Carolina, Texas. We are also pushing in Florida, New York, Nevada, Colorado, uh, Montana, Wyoming, Washington, Nevada. Um, we are covering the United States. Excuse me. We are looking at opening another 13 states right now. The only way for us to push those states is to have realtors utilizing us you guys and this isn't just a benefit for our company this is a benefit for you you guys have so many opportunities how many times do you drive by an ugly house 
I can name probably five that I passed on the way to the office this morning. How many times do you see ugly houses listed online and they're just sitting and you're like, oh, wish I had a buyer for that. Now you do. Now you do. Our process is so simple. Head to the iTunes store, download the Bellwood Agent app, enroll under agent. It's a free app, free service. There's no monthly, yearly, quarterly dues, nothing. Download the app. You're going to get an intro letter. That intro letter is going to take you to a Google Drive. The Google Drive hosts every and any document that you could ever need to writing, finding, and submitting offers for us. We teach you what to look for, where to find them, how to structure your offer, who to send the offer to for signatures, what is the process once the offer gets accepted, what is the opportunity for the relist, how to write the name on the the offer for our client Bellwood. We give you all these tools to utilize. When you guys are driving around, you have the app open. It is GPS um, navigated. So if you're standing in front of 123 Main Street, you click compute and it'll auto populate that property into the app. Now, if it's an off market home, you need to find the seller's contact information. Go and knock the door, go find uh, a source like Cole Realty or Spokio.com where you can find um, phone numbers, email addresses, Get a hold of these sellers. We have scripts in the Google Drive for you guys to contact these sellers, things to say. For sale by owners, our FISBOs out there, you guys, we can buy the house and them not pay a commission. We build your commission into the deal. So you can go to these FISBOs and say, hey, I'm just a tool for you to utilize. I have a cash buyer that'll buy your house and guess what? You don't have to pay me. You don't have to pay me. You don't have to pay another agent. We will all do this, you know, without having to pay any commissions. But Bellwood's gonna build your commission in as the realtor. Now the seller isn't gonna need to know that. They don't uh, lose any money from it. They're still gonna net the same amount that um, they are looking to net. Uh, if it makes financial sense for us, right? We gotta make sure those numbers work, but we then build your commission into the deal. So if you guys have opportunities like that, you can contact us directly and we'll walk you through on how to do that. But utilize this, you guys, the market is crazy. This is a great time to pick up your listings, a great time to use Bellwood as your cash buyer nationwide. And another thing before I sign off, you guys, if you're not licensed in a state, Let's say you're a California agent and you're not licensed in Texas, but you find a Texas deal, you can still submit it in and make a referral fee. A referral fee, how does that work? Just like how you would send any other client of yours across the country if they need a buy or sell, right? I just had a client of mine, Roberto. He just moved to Florida. I contacted a Florida agent to help him purchase. What did I get? A 25% referral fee. You guys can do the same thing. If you're not licensed in that state, but you have your client, Bellwood Investments, who needs to buy a house there because you found it, you contact an agent and you give them the opportunity to represent your client, Bellwood, and you collect a referral fee. Now you guys have a way of making passive income, right? Let that deal close. And then you're going to go back to that agent and say, hey, by the way, my my buyer, Bellwood, they're looking to buy two or three more houses. Can you help me find those opportunities for them? Why would they not? They just closed. And now they're going to get the relist and you're going to get a referral fee on the relist as well. Think bigger, you guys. Think bigger. The ideas are there. The opportunities are there. The resources are there. Utilize them. Get in contact with us if you have any questions. 916-990-3010. Or you can email us at support at the Hope everyone's having a good Wednesday.